it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's a great day right here at Inspired News Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Sullivan, and you know me as Sales with Sully. For the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be your tour guide. I'm going to be bringing you all of the information that we collect from social media during the entire week, and we turn those into podcasts every single week right here on Inspired News Radio. But I can't do it without your help. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for coming back to Sales with Sully every single week right here on Inspired News Radio. What we do is really simple. You just go to at Sales with Sully on any of the social platforms, Facebook, of course, Instagram, and of course, the Twitter. And you can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Scott Sullivan. You start filling out uh, you know, some questions or you start a conversation with us. And the next thing you know, we've got a uh, show just ready to be made. And this week is no exception. It has been a fun week talking about perception is perception reality that is the title of this week's episode of sales with sully and thanks for tuning in so let's talk a little bit about perception it's really for me i think we should probably start with the actual definition webster says that perception is a way of regarding understanding or interpreting something it's an impression a perception it's it's the way that you personally regard something understand it or interpret it so it is your perception so if if you look at something and i look at something we could have two different opinions of what that is you guys remember oh i i don't know it was maybe a year ago when some people saw a you know white dress and some people saw a blue dress or or one person heard one word and one person heard another you know it's it's just that perception so the question that came up on social media this week, which I thought was extremely stimulating, and I got a big, big blast out of uh, having these conversations online this week, was what is perception and is perception always reality? So the, it, the, the idea that if someone sees something a certain way, that that is their own reality. And you can't argue with that. That really is, it's sort of like saying, you know, uh, I don't like that piece of artwork. And then somebody saying, oh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, that's, that's your, your personal opinion, your personal perception, your personal belief system. So the discussion kind of turned the corner and started, we started talking about, the perception being filtered through the purse through the lens of that person's personal experiences so you can look at something and see uh, you know the rationale behind it and you could say oh i understand that but i don't like it or i understand it and i love it because of the filtering that you're doing of your own personal belief system your own personal experience Using the example of if I had a really, you know, bad 
uh, motorcycle accident and it left me you know permanently scarred and and maybe I walk with a limp or some even worse then my perception could be that you know motorcycles are bad and that they're they could hurt you and that you could you know lose your life and that's there is a reality to that but that becomes my my perception my opinion that I carry around with me so that becomes filtered through my experience, which means that I could, you know, somebody could give me all the statistics in the world about telling me that, you know, how safe they are and or telling me that, you know, they're safer than a car and that the, the most likely thing that's going to happen is that it will be a car's fault, not the motorcycle rider and that they're inherently better drivers and all the other statistics they could throw out there. But it doesn't matter because I have a filtering system that I'm making that perception through because of my personal experience that's what the con how the conversation went this week so my question i guess to all of you listeners out there is is perception actual reality is the perception of that person the reality that they exist in the general consensus was that we came up with this week is that it was in fact the the phrase that people say is perception is reality it's sort of like and i want to use this analogy is that the customer is always right we all know that that's not exactly true, but we also know that the, the customer is voting with their dollars, the, whether it be a gratuity, a tip, or actually paying the bill or buying your product or your service. So if you decide to prove your customer wrong and drive that point home, they may decide to vote with their dollars and take their dollars somewhere else, uh, thus leaving you broke, but but correct or broke but right are you you know you proven your point so and i think that's where the the phrase that you know the customer is always right comes from is that that knowledge knowing that even though the customer may or may not be right or on the right side of that particular argument or correct even in its in in their actual belief system but we're sure as heck not going to prove them wrong because that can't be good for business so that becomes you know sort of a standard that became part of our lexicon and part of our history and that is the customer is always right we've all grown up with it we all know it's there we've all heard the phrase so and then the, the new one is that perception is reality. That is another phrase that's entered into our lexicon that we use, in, especially in sales. So the customers, from a sales point of view, the customer's perception is all that matters. It is the reality that they are living in. So if the customer's perception is that your you know, service is bad or that your product is inferior or that the sales staff is rude or whatever it happens to be, positive or negative, then that perception is the actual reality of that person in the moment in time that they're, that they're living in and they're working through. So the reason why we started talking about this was is because you know someone was kind of railing about the fact that they were they were kind of railing about the fact that the the customer had a 
a misunderstanding or a misinterpretation of some information that was given to them. And for that, it was costing them, you know, not only their reputation as a company, but also, you know, actual money because they weren't buying any longer. So the the question that kind of evolved out of the perception question was how do you fix that how do you combat if the customer is always right how do you actually combat the fact that the customer has a you know a false impression or has a false perception of what the information that was given to them or the position that they've taken and that's a that's a great question because that's where we actually started to um, have some stimulating conversation this week talking about how do you fix that perception so there's there's a couple of different ways I want to talk about that, and that is you can attack it head on you can go right straight to the person and you can you know lay out your case and you can have all the documentation and everything that you need, and you can lay it out for them. But the chances are it's probably not going to have as positive of an impact as you might think that it would. It's going to be counterintuitive for that person to just say, oh, Scott, you were so right. I was so wrong. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. How could I have ever thought that about you and your company? Oh, come on in and let's let's get that purchase order started. Okay, so the odds of that happening are unlikely. It could. It could happen, but the odds are fairly unlikely that that's going to happen. How about this? How about we take a different angle and we approach it from a tangential kind of uh, approach, and that is – you need to have what I call third-party validation. You need somebody other than you telling your customer how great you are. And it's also kind of a slow process. This isn't going to be an overnight one-shot and the customer's back and loves you and everything's going to be great. You have to kind of have a little bit of a campaign around this. You have to find other people within that organization and or, and here's the, the important part, find out your customer, the, the people in your customers' lives that they actually respect. Find somebody like maybe one of their mentors or somebody that you know, they have a lot of respect for that may or may not be actually in uh, in your industry. So you find that person that has influence over your customer or your past customer or potential customer, and then you you work through that person to actually get your credibility rebuilt by you know, letting them tell your customer how great you are. Now, I know this sounds a little convoluted, but trust me when I tell you, third-party validation works, and it works in a in a very amazing way. And that's because, and I'll give you a perfect example. You know, have you ever, you know, had gotten a piece of advice from somebody that you don't? have a great relationship with maybe you know and i'm not saying you don't have a great relationship with your mom but maybe your mom or your dad tell you something like you know don't touch that it's hot and then you know your best friend says hey don't touch that it's hot <laughs> because you you take the word or you take the you you receive the information differently depending on the relationship you have with that person so if that you know person that 
that your customer respects and holds in admiration were to say, wow, uh, I am just amazed at how well Scott's company is doing. Oh my gosh, I just read an article. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I just read this article about you know how they're just they're, they're, they got in a you know 10 they got a five star review for customer service. They're 10 out of 10 on their quality control. Wow, I was just really impressed. Uh, aren't they aren't they one of your vendors? you know so that type of comment, that type of information received in a different manner all of a sudden becomes you know a a beacon becomes a loud giant amplified voice whereas you know you going in head to head straight on right into the lion's mouth chances are is not going to have the same impact or carry the same weight so it's a little bit of a slow process and then you also have to earn that that credibility back you have to earn that trust back you could simply go in instead of trying to prove your customer wrong you know uh and prove that you're right you could just go in and say i completely understand why you have that perception i you know i disagree with that perception and i'd like to have the opportunity to prove to you um that we are better than that. We're better than our last experience. We're better than the miscommunication that we had. And I'd like to prove that to you by, and then you can also use uh, increased credibility on your side. Maybe get your CEO, if you're not the CEO, get your CEO to you know make that phone call or, or write that email. Maybe find uh, you know somebody that is within his sphere of influence that also overlaps with your company and somebody in your company that maybe he's admired or she's admired for a, a, a long period of time that may not be in sales. Maybe it's a technical issue. Maybe it's a you know, it's somebody that has a, you know, a greater amount of education, a greater amount of experience, uh, some of those things that build credibility, and they become the conduit back. They become the conduit for the salesperson to gain that their trust again and change that perception. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're really trying to do. You're trying to take this situation whatever it is and however bad it is and you're trying to turn it around and you're trying to change that perception so that when they think about you they don't have those negative perceptions now the the opposite is also true you could have a customer that is a wild super fan you could have a client or somebody uh, that just absolutely incredibly loves your product loves your service they have the perception that you just walk on water there's nothing that you could do wrong and your product is just fantastic your service is fantastic and it's awesome so that perception whether it you know again real or imagined becomes that person's reality and if you have a, a a super fan like that if you have a you know a person who is has the perception of you being a 10 out of 10 or being a 9 out of 10 that is the person you want to use any way you possibly can from a credibility standpoint to let uh, everybody know to spread that message because it can be it can be a, a positive perception or it can be a negative perception and that's why it's really important to understand what the customer is actually believing and seeing so many times in sales 
we walk out of the out of the meeting, out of the sales presentation, and we never ask the question. Just simply ask the question: How are you feeling about this? What are what are you you know what does this you know, when I present this case to you, how are you feeling? Does this is this something that you know makes you you know believe that what I'm saying and that you have a uh, interest and that you want to move forward, or is this something where you're skeptical and you want I need some more proof? I'm from Missouri. I'm from the Show Me State. So show me the proof. You, those types of things. Most of the time, unfortunately, salespeople forget to check in. They get so busy working on and. Pre- presenting and bringing the information you know to the client or to the committee they sometimes forget to actually step back and say okay how's everybody doing on this how's everybody absorbing this and and how how are we are we in agreement that this is the perception are we in agreement that this is you know where we're going with this and those are not bad questions you're not you know, as a professional salesperson, you're not going to offend your client by simply asking to check in to find out where they are. You're not asking for a buying signal. You're not asking if they're, you're not even really closing. What you're really doing is you're just kind of, you know, taking the temperature of the room. You're trying to find out if, if what you're saying is actually landing on great soil and and able to take root or did it fall flat on the concrete and and just die as a seedling so it's really important that you you know follow through on that perception because you don't want to leave unless you have corrected that you know it's a lot easier to correct that course at the time because you could say something that could be misunderstood not go back and catch it not correct it at the time and then it sits there for you know a week two weeks three weeks and then when you follow up all you get is a you know cursory no sorry we're not interested. That's not going to happen today. Uh, appreciate you giving us the presentation and the proposal. Uh, check back with us in a year. We'll let you know, you know how things are going. And all of that is because maybe you didn't ask what the temperature was of your buyer, your buying committee, or, or who you were presenting to before you left. We all have our closing questions and we all have our blind spots and we all have our, you know, we're all professionals and we know how to do it, but sometimes it just doesn't it doesn't come out exactly the way we want it to and that is to find out where they are in the in the thought process. We, you know, we used to ask in sales 101 used to be is, you know, how is this decision going to be made? Is it going to be made by individuals, by, you know, committee, you know, those types of things and then we would address that particular process. Now today in the world we live in, a lot of times there's a perception before you even get there. Your website gives a perception. Your you know social media presence gives a perception. So those are why the things are that you have to manage all the way through to the end of the sale. So the question came down to is perception reality. Is the perception reality for the person that is holding that perception and i think generally speaking like we talked about earlier is that the answer is yes but can it be changed absolutely and can it be changed from a positive to a negative very very rapidly 
absolutely. The perception of the quality of your service or the quality of your product can be as simple as not returning a phone call or not delivering on the time that you say you're going to or having the product not perform like you uh, as the salesperson said it was going to. All of that could be an instant game changer and could you know turn things from a positive or a neutral to a negative simply because of a simple you know a, a very small simple mistake and there are things that we can do to overcome that and there are things that we can do to hedge our bets prior to a perfect example of this is that i had a uh, conversation with one of my uh, clients just recently and the particular solution that i was selling didn't really fit it, it, it wasn't a good fit for that particular problem or that particular situation that we were trying to solve and i only had the one solution i didn't have a i didn't have a a really good fit so i was transparent and i had integrity and i told the client that it's not the exact fit it's not going to be you know, a perfect match for what you're trying to do. It'll cover about, and I think I use the 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 percentage of about 80%. So it'll get you about 80% of the way there, but it's still going to leave a gap that's going to need to be filled. So I would make the recommendation to you, Mr. Client, who's going to remain nameless for this example, that, you know, you look at a that happens to be our competitor, but you look at this other type of product or service because it probably, with your unique situation, it may fill a higher percentage. If it's not 100%, it's pretty dang close. And although I don't want to lose the sale, and although I really want your business, I think it's more important to make sure that you have a good fit, because at the end of the day, if I sell you the wrong thing, and I, I try to implement it, or I try and get it working, and I, I continuously fall short, it's not going to do anything but hurt you and hurt me, and my reputation is going to be, you know, soiled because, you know, I I'm going to be the guy who sold you something that didn't actually fit the need, and the client was just blown away. I mean, he was just completely blown away, and he said things like, you know, wow, that takes a lot of guts, that takes a lot of integrity. You know, you 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 take a chance of losing the sale, or you know, I go fill my you know fill the niche with what with what i need from somebody else but at the end of the day um you know when i told him that and he said so let me do do let let's do this let's get with your executive team and let's find out that if i give you the business how soon can we actually develop the solution that fits a higher percentage than what we are now so we got on the phone with our cto we got on the phone and talked to our a couple of our engineers and worked through the the process and we found out that you know with with his business it's a pretty sizable order that it would accelerate the roadmap and bring that in, bring that feature in that would be able to fill that niche. And he, and at the end, it really turned out well because although I had to wait six months for him to actually place the order because it took us that long to develop it, but now I had a semi-customized solution for that particular customer, and I probably have that customer for life. And it's simply because 
not only because I had the integrity to say it's not a perfect fit, but I also went to bat for my customer internally to get the, the solution that would. And because we listened to what he needed, we were able to tweak the roadmap so the product actually fit better than our competitors ever would have. And we filled that last you know few inches, that last bit, and got him to that 100% of being able to fill the solution. And he's sold. He's never going to you know leave us now because he knows our customer service is stellar our salespeople are stellar and we're going to work with him to solve his problems so in short yes perception is reality can it change absolutely it can change so be very careful as you're putting it out there because you're you're could be surprised probably at how quick perception can change So go out there today, sell something, but at the same time, make sure you're presenting in the right way and you're putting your best foot forward and make absolutely sure that the perception and the reality are the same, but they're in a positive vein. Thanks for being part of Sales with Sully. I could not do what I do without you each and every week. I so appreciate each and every one of you that listen in. I love, love, love that we have these conversations online. Remember, at Sales with Sully on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, you can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Scott Sullivan. Every single week, we take your comments, your questions, the things that you want to talk about, and we coalesce those down into a a 30-minute show that we put out every single week on Inspired News Radio. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. If you would, just go to the bottom of the page right now, click subscribe so that you know when the new episodes come out, download them at all the places you get your your uh, podcasts, anywhere you, get, you can think of, we're out there on those platforms, but mainly the easiest, simplest way is just bookmark inspirednewsradio.com, and you can download them, listen to it live, anything you want right there on your favorite device. So until next time, when we come up with another solution, we come up with another conversation, and we decide how we're going to do it and what our perception is going to be, keep selling, go out and sell something today, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.